And welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am Lou Mangello, and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, April 3rd, 2013. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this live broadcast every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern here at WDWRadioLive.com, as well as with the audio podcast, my videos, the blog, in-person events, my Walt Disney World trivia books, CDs, and more. You can find everything over at WDWRadio.com. And tonight's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download by visiting audibletrial.com slash WDWradio. There's more than 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, including a lot of Disney books like Ridley Pearson's Kingdom Keepers. We'll talk about that in a little while. You can sign up for free over at audibletrial.com slash WDWradio. So let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World news. There's not a lot going on, but a couple of interesting tidbits. And as is normally the case, I'm going to begin and mostly likely end on the subject of food. Because remember, attractions are just things you do in between eating. So first and foremost, there is a new dining location coming to Walt Disney World, a new eatery for the Morocco Pavilion at World Showcase in Epcot. This new waterfront eatery is going to come to the pavilion by the end of the year, and it's going to be known as the Spice Road Table. It's going to feature various small plates and refreshments inspired by the cuisine of the Mediterranean. There's going to be indoor and, more importantly, outdoor seating right by the water. And with both seating inside and especially outside, it's going to be a really welcome addition to the World Showcase Lagoon, especially if you time it just right so you can watch illuminations at night. My take on this, I always love new dining options, especially when they come to the parks. I really like the idea of the tapas style, these appetizer-sized portions. If you've visited Food and Wine, Flower and Garden, chances are you you like that as well. I think they're great to snack on, more importantly to share with friends or family. Uh, certainly the waterside seating is a welcome addition, right? For We're always sort of clamoring to get that great spot for illuminations. If you're able to sit down by the water and watch illuminations as well, right from Morocco, really nice as well. I think, too... This could be the tapas-style portions, even more so than something like Tangerine Cafe, which is one of my favorite restaurants, counter service in all of Walt Disney World. I think the food is great. It's an incredible value. You get a lot, especially like in the shawarma platters. For about $13, you get a lot of food. But here, I think there's a, a threshold when you start thinking about introducing somebody to the concept of Moroccan food. They think it's scary. They think it's spicy. There's a lot of unknowns there. The tapas-style portions will help ease those introductions into what is a very, very delicious, often very healthy, a lot of vegetarian options as well, too, style of Moroccan food. Again, Spice Road Table, looking to come uh, to the Morocco Pavilion by the end of the year as I start releasing more information and concept art. Of course, I'll share it with you here. A lot of people in the chat room who are watching live talking about this, uh, how much they love it. Shawarma is yummy. There's an Avengers connection. Uh, I love it as well, too. I really like the fact that we're going to have a third dining option over here in Morocco. A uh, bit of Walt Disney World slash Disney Publishing slash WW Radio crossover news is that author Ridley Pearson of the Kingdom Keeper series of books is going to be in Walt Disney World April 10th and 11th to sign copies of his latest Kingdom Keepers book, Kingdom Keeper 6 Dark Passage. There's going to be two signings, April 10th at Once Upon a Toy in downtown Disney Marketplace. That's from 4 to 6 p.m. and April 11th 
at the writer stop at Disney's Hollywood Studios from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Obviously, you need park admission in order to attend. Important to note, Ridley's only going to sign books that are purchased on at the appearance location that day. There's a limited number of wristbands that are going to be distributed first come, first serve basis. When they're gone, they're gone. That is it. Uh, Disney is also asking that you please not bring any personal items to have Ridley sign as well, too. They know how generous Ridley is with his time and his attention to each and every guest there. Uh, Also, want to let you know, I'm also going to be broadcasting. You know, Ridley is a a great friend of mine personally, great friend of the show. I'm going to be broadcasting live from that event and beforehand with Ridley as well. Uh, Stay tuned to the events page. We'll probably be broadcasting earlier in the day from Once Upon a Toy at Downtown Disney Marketplace. Um... Maybe about 2 o'clock or so, we'll broadcast, get, get to spend some time with Ridley. We'll also be broadcasting live from the event as well, too, so you can watch and chat and see. And, and Ridley's, uh, he loves to engage and oftentimes actually steal the box, as he is wont to do, as he is walking and working the line with the guests. Obviously, don't forget that Ridley is our very, very special exclusive guest on our WW Radio Cruise on the Disney Fantasy. That's November 2nd. Through the 9th, 2013, Ridley's going to join just our group for presentations, question and answer sessions, workshops, signings, quests, lots more just for us. You can find out more information by visiting wdwradiocruise.com. There are still cabins available. Really going to be a good time. Seven days on the Disney Fantasy with a good friend, Ridley Pearson. Whether you're a Kingdom Keepers fan or you've never read the books before, I guarantee Ridley is... Uh, He's always there for an interesting time, and he's going to do some things that will really help you enjoy and explore the ship as well, too. I told you, not a lot of news tonight, but we're going to begin and end talking about my favorite topic at Walt Disney World, that is, of course, food, because Zagat, the Zagat Guide, has just named uh, Victorian Alberts, giving it another very important distinguished, this time, it is Orlando's most iconic restaurant. And look, when you or anybody thinks about Orlando, the first thing you think about is Disney, right? So it makes sense that Zagat has chosen Disney's best dining experience as Orlando's restaurant icon. Obviously, Victorian Alberts, located at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, is one of 15 restaurants in the United States that embody the essence of their city. So New York, it's got the four seasons. L.A. has Spago. Orlando has Disney. It is considered to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. It, it's superlatives all around. Chef Scott Hunnell, world-renowned, exquisite, beautifully presented, new American flair, impeccable service, incredibly romantic, very high-end setting. It's all about elegance, right? Elegance rules here. So in addition to becoming Orlando's iconic restaurant, and sort of, you know, there's a lot of great dining here in the Orlando area, especially if you're by Dr. Phillips. Uh, it was earlier this year, it was given the James Beard Award for Outstanding Service. It was a semifinalist there. Chef Huddle is a semifinalist for the Best Chef in the South. It is a 13-year recipient of the AAA Five Diamond Award. No other restaurant holds that distinction. And a 22-year recipient of the Forbes Travel Guide four-star ratings. Obviously, plenty of other reviews uh, and awards as well. And Orlando Sentinel calls Victorian Alberts the crown jewel in local dining service. Again, my take on this, I've eaten there twice. It is truly a one-of-a-kind, unique evening. And it's more about the overall experience than it is about the food. And I say that and understand what I mean by that. The food is exceptional, but the service, the the experience with uh, the the chef 
and the location and where you are is uh, absolutely outstanding. There's also the Queen Victoria's room. There's the chef's table. If you really want to sort of plus that experience up, it is one of those things that, you know, you can't do it every month. You can't do it probably every year. But if you have something really special you want to celebrate or someone you want to celebrate with, I highly, highly recommend Victorian Alberts at the Grand Floridian. So my question for you this week is, how have you ever been? Have you ever had a chance to dine at Victorian Alberts, whether it's in the main dining room, which itself is very small, the Queen Victoria room, and or the chef's table, which make it a little bit more special? I'd love to hear about what your experience is there. You can leave comments right here on YouTube, on the blog, or how about calling into the voicemail at 407-900-9391. That's 407-900-WDW1. Tell us about your experience at Victorian Alberts at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. Uh, people are saying in the chat room, some have never been. It's one of those things that they're putting on their collective Disney bucket lists. Again, it is something that is you need to save up for, but people like Captain J Zach Sparrow says, Definitely worth the price. I highly, highly agree. I also highly recommend it as well, too. That is it for this week's Disney News, but don't worry, we're going to be back next week at 7.30 p.m. Eastern here at www.radiolive.com to talk more about this week's Disney World News. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast over on iTunes. You can also download the free WW Radio app while you're there and visit the website over at www.radio.com again for the blog, events, podcasts, special events, and lots, lots more. You can follow me over on Twitter. I am at Lou Mangiello and Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello or Facebook.com slash WDW Radio. Uh, that is going to do it for this week's show. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in live, whether you're listening in iTunes, watching on the blog or on YouTube. I appreciate you taking your time out of this and every week to tune in. Thanks again to Audible.com for sponsoring this week's show. You can visit them over at AudibleTrial.com. And so... Uh, until next week, I am Lou Mangiello from WW Radio. Thanks so much for watching. Have a great week, everybody. See ya.